Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 63 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. We're going to do another gregaudino.com throwback today for everybody out there. We'll be taking another look at a question I once received about making mistakes and whether it's okay to do so purposefully if it's for the sake of learning. Hmm. Well, let's see what we've got here. Here's the question. I was talking to one of my friends about making mistakes. For her, she wants to stay in touch with her ex-boyfriend even though she thinks it's a bad idea. For me, it's if I should pursue someone I'm interested in that I know I probably shouldn't be. Is it okay to do something you've been wanting to do even if you know it's wrong, like intentionally making a mistake and learning from it firsthand? A lot of people talk about making mistakes while you're young so you can get answers for yourself. What do you think? Okay, great, great question. Uh, it, it definitely pertains to each and every one of us in our own way. So let's break it down further and see how to solve the structure of this question without necessarily needing specific examples. So, I think an important thing to acknowledge from the get-go is that there really is no right and wrong. I mean, many spiritual practitioners would argue that the pinnacle of spiritual practice is not labeling things as good or bad, but to see each event, thought, action, whatever is neutral. Uh, now, you know, what does that mean? A lot of people think that sounds like some hippie logic. Of course, there's good and bad, right? But at the risk of sounding like one of those hippies, it is important to realize that we generate our ideas of good and bad uh, from past experiences, how similar situations have panned out, and how we've perceived those situations. For example, most would agree that it is good to give to charity. It's a good thing for someone to drive eight bags of clothes and other assorted items over to Goodwill, and to compound that, it's best for them to do it on the weekend so they don't miss work. Pretty cut and dry. But what if they get into a fatal car accident on the way there and they wouldn't have gotten into that accident otherwise? All right, so based on experiences of how things usually pan out, it would have been a good thing to do, but in this case, it wasn't. Or say you're on your way to go kill someone, which... Uh, most well-adjusted people would deem as a bad thing. But on the way there, you have a spiritual awakening. You turn your life around and you end up devoting your life to helping others avoid lives of crime. This is probably an awakening you would not have had had you not gotten so close to the moment of actually killing someone. So I think in retrospect, we can all agree that life throws a lot of curveballs and that things we plan on don't always pan out. But in the moment of decision-making, 
we resort instead to our assumptions. And yes, those assumptions are based on extremely high percentages, but it's often the things that don't go according to plan that we remember most and have the most impact over our lives. However, I mean, that's not to say you should ignore any risk calculation either, not at all. For the person asking this and your friend, what are the likely risks you see inside and out? Ultimately, we're more used to these calculations, and since most of us believe in the calculative process, and therefore it's what we're most likely to act on, don't ignore it. You know, make a chart, seek patterns in yourselves, ask questions like, uh, like what circumstances did your friend's relationship end on? What has happened when she's maintained relationships with exes in the past? Is her desire to keep in touch with him coming from a place of strength or weakness? Or for you, what's the real downside of pursuing this person? Are people at risk or just your idea of how things should be? Where does your interest in this person stem from? Have you had similar scenarios in the past? How long have you wanted to pursue this person? Questions like this can often give us a roadmap to the path of least regret. And even if it blows up in our faces, many will find catharsis in knowing that at least they didn't go into it haphazardly, because again, Sometimes we just can't plan things and, and life happens anyway. Also, throw back to one of my earlier and favorite videos, Telling Temptation. I really can't stress enough the fact that temptation exists for a reason. The urges that your friend uh, and you and all of us have are presenting themselves because some part of our being is being left unattended to. Again, it's not a bad idea to dismantle this temptation by asking yourself tough and honest questions like some of the ones I laid out a moment ago. But those who do decide to act on temptations find that they get answers not only about the scenarios themselves, but also the true weight of said temptation and how much it meant to them. Your friend might find that talking to her ex once reminds her of how stupid he was and that she doesn't need to talk to him again, and that little temptation is gone now and she can move on. She might also end up getting back together with him, marrying him, and, and living happily ever after, and then that temptation will prove to have been coming from a bigger and better place. Either way, she wouldn't ultimately know unless she tries. And the same can be said about you and the person you're considering pursuing. And, um, you know, hopefully it's not her ex-boyfriend. Then, then you need to send in another question about how to protect yourself. <laughs> uh, in summary, action can be the fast track to answers. And although it's never a bad idea to truthfully weigh options before deciding whether or not to take action, we'll never have enough information to know which route is the most right and the most wrong. Being reminded of that, and thereby removing a lot of the power that we think that tough situations have, can be enough to shake ourselves up into a new way of thinking. So, though it may be difficult to apply this mindset to your whole life, offering yourself the opportunity to do so right now, before taking action on something, is what I believe to be a great and freeing start. Forget what you assume is right and wrong. The knowledge you've acquired will only help you plan so much. So, you know, you should only depend on it so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, 
Does that make sense? I hope it did. Just always leave room for the intangibles amidst your prior planning, is all I'm saying. There's no telling how any situation will pan out, even if it's already panned out the same way a thousand times. Therefore, the definition of mistake becomes a bit blurry. Now, any questions of your own can be sent to us via email at advice at oldpodcast.com. Email us your questions at advice at oldpodcast.com, and we will be sure to take your questions in and do our best to answer them for you here on the show. We'll also send you a free book from our collection if you'd like one, so don't hesitate. That'll do it for now, though. I hope everyone was uplifted and educated today, and I hope you'll all come back next time. Until then, everybody.